All right. Well, we're still here. We're still here. So welcome to another episode of Badass Banking. Today's a pretty cool episode because I'm I'm talking to a guy named Leif Magnuson, who's the CEO of Tip House, and Greg Early, who's the director of market engagement for Movin. Greg's going to ask Leif a bunch of questions today about what Tip House is doing, why they're doing it, and to whom they're doing it. And I'm the guy that does the intros and probably just asks the spontaneous questions. The reason I'm doing that is because I'm apparently the only one that knows how to use Zoom. I don't really know. So, so Leif, let me start. What was the, the genesis behind the idea of Tip House? Well, you know, I, I began consulting for a restaurant group about five years ago. I spent two years upgrading their tech stack, applying lean principles to the kitchen, quickly realized that tips and gratuities were hard to manage in spreadsheets and there was no software incumbents in the market really worth their salt after onboarding the best option available at the time. So I convinced a couple of friends to build Tip House with me on the weekends, just kind of a side project type of thing. And then we, we deployed to our first paying customer about six months later. The feedback we received was so good that we decided to double down. Uh, we were hearing things like uh, we were reducing favoritism, uh, saving a ton of uh, management hours and producing employee uh, uncertainty. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it kind of, I think it was just a chance, chance happening, but you know, that, that's how I think some of the best businesses are built. And you picked a heck of a time. I mean, this, is, uh, this has been a grueling time for the restaurant industry. You, you use yeah. the word uncertainty, and I think we're about to enter a new era of uncertainty, <laughs> you know, as we enter this uh, so-called recession that some deny is occurring and others say is already here. So <laughs> yeah. uh, the, data, the data will tell the truth, ultimately, and we'll hear more about that in the next uh, couple of days, I think, as we wrap up the quarter. Um, well, you know, along that line, we made it through COVID, uh, which was, you know, zero, zero growth for an entire year. I think that anything is going to be better than that. Yeah. yeah fingers no, crossed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was kind of interesting because my uh, wife and I've worked in restaurants. I've been kind of a food guy from the publishing side of stuff, working with food celebrities and folks. So this is an interesting industry for me. And this is, sounds like uh, a great product because on so many levels, the service industry is there's so many moving parts to it and the people come and go and just the amount of turnover is unique to a lot of industries. Um, and then you have what's happened where, you know, the takeout has come in, the delivery services are taking a hunk that wouldn't be there if people could show up in the restaurants. Um, and I saw, you know, there have been uh, things floated I've seen where they're going to no tipping and just adding something to the bill. And I, my wife was just away somewhere and she was saying that that's what they did was, um, it was a 20% surcharge on the menu uh, and it went not only to the servers, but to the chefs and, you know, the line cooks and all, which has been kind of a new concept as well. So do, does Tip House take all this into consideration with the flexibility of rules and things of that nature when putting together that kind of payment program? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought it up, but, you know, from a legal perspective, you know, there's federal laws and there's state laws. Federally, you can tip out the kitchen. There's a lot of state laws that prohibit it. 
uh, and you know, for whatever reason, uh, just kind of behind the times a little bit. We see yeah. it moving more in that direction because most people think think it's you know fair to throw the the the, the cooks deserve some portion of the tips. We go to restaurants to eat food, at, you know, at the end of the day. The service can be great, the food's not great. Are you going to come back? Probably not. So, you know, tip the cooks a little bit here. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've been they've been under underpaid traditionally. So we are seeing an increase in their wages. We're seeing an increase in tips going to the back of the house. Um, you know, a lot of that's due to necessity, just because they they have a hard time retaining the, those individuals. So so parse it down. Where like could you go through? And I know your site does a pretty good job of explaining this, but just for this audience here, you know how it benefits each aspect of the. Uh, a restaurant from the servers yeah. to the managers, to the owners kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just, to, just in general, we, we time to the point of sale, we pull all relevant, uh, you know, sales data down to the item level. We pull all the shift data and then we compile that in complex ways so that, you know, we, we can make sure that if you're working at a specific time on a specific table, you're tipping out people that were working during that period of time, et cetera. Right. Um, and so for, for servers, that means they get fair tip allocations, um, you know, which is nice for them. They don't have to, they don't have to sit there scratching their head. Like, why did I tip out Joe? He worked in the morning and I was working in the evening, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we offer a lot of transparency around where tips are going, which is another huge, you know, it's a lot of money in some cases, right? Yep. Um, yep. A lot more money than their wages in some cases. So uh, we give them an employee app. They can look through all that kind of stuff, see their metrics, maybe peer to peer money from one person to another, buster goes out helps me tremendously uh, with something right um, and then you know what we're working with uh, with Mobin on right now is to drop that money that tip money into a bank account on the day that they earn it um, this has been the most requested um, you know feature over the last year and a half I would say we've got a wait list of about 250 restaurants signed up for it um, and so you know, just getting access to their money uh, when they earn it is nice, not having to wait for their paycheck and then not forcing the restaurant to have to hand out cash, right? Nobody has cash anymore, so they have to go to the bank or have a, a Brinks truck show up or something. Um, it's just it's just a hassle. Um, so that that's, you know, those are kind of the benefits we, 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 we prescribe to the, to the servers. On the manager side, it's just basically not having to deal with silly questions every day, right? Like, hey, why did I get to this and not that, that kind of thing, you know, because it's all in the app. And then they don't have to spend a bunch of time doing what's the equivalent of like taxes on a daily basis, right? Jumping into a spreadsheet and figuring out where, you know, who gets what. And it's, it's just a boring thing to do. So they don't have to do any of that anymore. Um, well, and so usually they have such a limited bandwidth anyway. Oh, absolutely. Just get in. They're dealing with so many other things and the trucks are showing up and the people are calling sick. They're redoing schedules. Yeah. So that yeah, I mean, anything yeah, that, to save time. If, if you can get the manager out of the, you don't want your manager in the back of it, you know, if sitting yeah. behind a computer, you want them managing. That means dealing with people, employees. It's a, it's a full-time thing. So yeah, it helps tremendously on that front. You know, for the owners, it helps retain talent. Um, you know, making happy employees make, makes, make sure they want to, they, they want to stay around longer by adding transparency and all that kind of stuff. Um, I would say one of the big components, like larger owners, you know, 50 unit plus type chains are more concerned with um, legalities, uh, you know, possible lawsuits. Yeah. Um, and so having a chain of custody on these tips and, and documentation and records uh, and then clearly presenting that to employees 
means that you can kind of mitigate that risk to a certain extent. Um, you know, in most of the cases, we, we did a pretty extensive analysis on it, but, um, you know, there, there's a tremendous amount of uh, class action lawsuits in the restaurant space, especially chains, right? They've got a ton of employees, it makes sense. Um, but what we saw with those cases, most of the time, there was, there was no real infraction, um, but there was a perceived infraction, and so they were settled anyway right. for, you know, $3 million kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, we, 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 see, we see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of benefits on that. Yeah, I mean, I think just the sheer clarity that it brings is something that uh, would be appreciated because Absolutely. the industry is so fraught with that. And like you said, I mean, you can walk off your shift and leave a table for somebody else, but then who gets that, you know, how is that assigned and all the, the various things that happen. Or I know firsthand that, you know, the servers come in the next day and they want their tip out money from the night before and they're have to wait for a manager to go down to the the safe yeah to get out the cash right yeah and every yeah. time somebody shows up they have to go to the you know get the cash and, and how they're counting it out and everything else becomes you know and there's no real backup for managers who generally aren't accountants you know they're no. that's not what they went to school for so sounds, sounds like a lot of efficiencies coming from this because yeah. I, I i worked for a restaurant years ago as a dishwasher and I can tell you from my own experience how disorganized that kitchen and that back office was between <laughs> scheduling, paying us, and putting out the fires day in and day out that a restaurant deal, uh, owner has to deal with. It's overwhelming. And I can't imagine it now that labor is so scarce and you've got all these other you know, operating restrictions due to you know, COVID and its impact. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. all the chains too, because the bigger they get, the more, the less communication there is, I think, and the more employees feel a little out of control with how everything is managed. You have, uh, or Tip House has, an Earn Tip Access program. Could you yeah. talk a little bit more about that and how it differs from what most people are doing? Yeah, yeah. So we had the brilliant idea to, to trademark earn tip access. We kept on hearing earn wage access around, so we, we trademarked earn tip access. Uh, pretty excited about that. But you know, basically, what we're what we're doing is that um, we're able to offer for the first time um, instant access to funds. And when I say instant, I mean instant, not you know same day ACH, which oftentimes is not the same day as we as we know. Um, we're we're able to offer instant instant funds free access to those funds. So we don't have to charge the employer or the employer because we're making money off the interchange. And then we're able to do this all without having the restaurant present a float. Um, this is the way this comes wow. down to the way that we're moving this money around. But all the incumbents, for instance, require a, a pretty hefty float sitting out there. And as a restaurant with low margins, yep. you're asking me to put 50, I had a customer, five unit customer in New York, say that they had to put $50,000 into a float account. Wow. Uh, obviously, they're signed up for our, for our beta, uh, but you know, all, all this will be released in, in August. Wow, yeah, that's that's fascinating because that, yeah, again, who who pays for that float, right? So yeah, that, that works out brilliantly for everybody because certainly the restaurants usually don't have that cash flow. And so, is there an ideal like customer that you have? Like, is it is it a larger sort of a five restaurant group, a fifty? individual restaurants can they benefit from that as well i mean i know i live in charlottesville so we have like three restaurant groups that pretty much dominate the entire market and they each probably have about five or six restaurants 
that yeah. they use, but it, how scalable is it, I guess? Well, we built it to be super scalable, but I, right now, due to our um, earn tip access program release here, we are focusing and we, you know, and we've been focusing on is, is the higher volume restaurants, well-managed, higher volume, higher end in a lot of cases. Um, if you're doing, or, you know, we, we even have some, some burger places that are doing, you know, 10 grand a, a day in revenue, you know, but it's, it's more of the, it's the kind of, it's the kind of operation that could pull in PE money, you know, as investment, if, if they, if they wanted to, you know, this, mm -hmm. the, the, they tend to be easier to work with in a lot of ways. They're, they might not, they're less likely to be family owned and have a bunch of weird different policies and less of a, uh, less of yeah. organizational structure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, but we can't, you know, we, we, we can service up to a thousand unit, you know, that, that there's, there's no real limit on that thing. Cool. Um, and, and as far as uh, setting up rules for different things, I know each restaurant sort of has their own thing. Is there it's flexibility within tip house for that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of where we, that's where we stand apart from the crowd. There's plenty of other, you know, competitors and they're coming out every day, you know, I don't know, Toast came out with theirs, Seven Chefs has something, um, but they're, they're all fairly basic. And what we realized, you know, we released, we released three months, three years ago, right. Uh, to our first paying customer is that over that period of time, we've had to add in a ton of different, you know, just weird little tweaks and changes that are literally, uh, you know, game stoppers for these customers. We could handle everything, but you can't do this report this way uh, and handle, you know, th that, or you can't distribute tips in exactly this way. Well, you know, we have to find another option because our 2000 employees are used to doing it this, this certain way. Um, so, you know, to answer your question, you've got the most flexibility on that front in the market currently. And, and I'm sure that probably helps if you have restaurants that are in various states as well, since you have different kinds of rules that come in at the state levels, right? Absolutely, yeah. And we, we try to coach a little bit around legalities. We don't want our, uh, you know, um, our, our, our customers to get into any legal trouble. I mean, I, I will say, you know, we're, we're not, we're not uh, legal experts in any way, but uh, we can get feedback on that front. We, we've, had, we've had situations, for instance, where uh, restaurants want to do things that are a little bit, uh, could be deemed illegal in, in a certain way pushing, pushing the envelope a little bit yeah maybe, yeah. maybe we're gonna we're gonna step away from this one you can figure your stuff out maybe you'll come back yeah yeah so so you're in in beta at this point and uh you're you're getting pretty close to launching i i mean i'm, I'm yeah. i sort of have an idea but i'm yeah I'm, so so the, the, i'm the, speaking the, for the broader public <laughs> the 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 the, the, the beta is going to be starting up in in august here um, and then, you know, we're running alpha th through July, but, um, yeah, we're all very excited about it over here and, you know, giant wait list. A lot of our customers are going to sign up for it. Um, but yeah, we, we're, we, we, we imagine there's going to be a, it's going to be fairly appealing to all the people that are, you know, utilizing some sort of card payment system, whatever program it might be, there's, they're pretty ubiquitous at this point. Um, we, we, we imagine those kinds of customers are going to be, you know, pretty keen on, on checking out our offering in that space. Well I, well, I know Move and, and Sinkterra are, you know, we're working together with you on it. And uh, it, it's been a pleasure so far. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun solving this kind of a problem. You know, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's almost fintech with a purpose. And, and I consider you a fintech, although you're probably on that fringe. But now that you're going to offer house money, 
you truly are offering a, a fintech neobank experience. How, how would you, how would you um, measure success for, for house money? I'd say, you know, long-term, what we really want to do is if incentivize employees to, you know, direct their attention in the right ways, right? The most efficient way to make the most amount of money for these employees. And then, help them on the back end of that, putting their money in the right place as far as savings or spending their money on the right things via the great tools that Movin is Movin providing to us, you know, in, in our banking app. Um, but that's kind of where we see ourselves sitting in, in this ecosystem. We don't want to just be like um, a simple tool here, or we just don't want to get your money onto a card and, you know, hands up at that point. Like, let, let, let's create a long-term relationship with these employees and really help them as, as they move out of their, their, their serving careers into something else. Would the, would the goal also be to get some of these servers' families more involved with the app as well, or is this just focusing on the individual employees? Well, you know, any, anything's possible. Right now, we're, we're focused on the employees. Um, you know, uh, so no, no, no real plans on that front, but you know, we're, we're, we're fairly uh, open to... Uh, Pivoting, you know, that, that, that's what uh, any, any good company requires, especially in these times. The pivot's the most fun, I'm telling you. It I, is. I've done Keep it exciting. I'm, I'm in the middle of another pivot right now, and it's, uh, it's all very exciting, to your point. Well, listen, we've really enjoyed uh, getting to know you over the last several months. Actually, it's been over a year. Uh, I know Tim White, our former sales guy, is kind of rooting from you. He's now in, uh, yeah. Del- he's at now in pilot trainings. He's somewhere at 32,000 feet as we speak over Rich. Wow, I had no Virginia. idea. Yeah, that's Literally what he's doing. That's, that's cool. what he's doing. But he, he, Tim's always asking, like, what's Leaf up to? What's Leaf up to? <laughs> so where did the name Leaf come from? Because Leaf Magnuson. It's you just, know, I haven't corrected you, but it's actually pronounced Leaf. <laughs> Leaf. Okay. So it's not like I'm, Leaf Erickson the Viking. Know. Okay. Where well, did, what's, there's what's, a... There's a the two schools of thought there and we get, you know, I have battles with, with, with Leafs, you know, there, there's, yep. there's quite a few people with my same spelling and, and their name, they're called Leaf and, you know, there's Lane uh, and the, yeah. two, two schools of thought really. Uh, but yeah, the, the, uh, I was named after Leif Erickson. Oh, okay. That's cool. Cool. And one last question. Are you a good tipper? I, I mean, 20% across the board. So I don't know if that's good or bad these days, but. You know. I think my average is 20. I, I tend to be very good to certain bartenders for whatever reason. Uh, well, you got to be. Yeah. You want, you want yeah. your drink served up within five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's all, wheels. Yeah, yeah, I use the tip to condition a behavior, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And I want them it. to know I'm going to be a good tipper if they take care of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, the we... original pay to play. Yep. Yeah. Again, we appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to put all your information and a link to the site and a link to your uh, LinkedIn profile, as well as Greg's. Greg, I'm shocked to hear that you're involved in the restaurant industry and are a foodie, <laughs> although I do see some of your Instagram photos. Maybe I'll, I'll find a way to edit some food shots in here for the oh, foodies go. out there. But all the contact info will be in the, uh, in the description. And uh, again, we, we enjoyed the time we spent with you today and we look forward to that launch and We'll be talking about it. You'll be talking about it. We'll keep the audience involved in, uh, in the when the dates all fall together and the product goes live. Well, I appreciate it, Brian. I appreciate it, Greg. It's, it's been a pleasure. All right. Have yeah. a great day, guys. Take care, guys. Take care.